Good morning. You'll notice I'm not Ross, and he's not here today. Um, last time uh, I was up here was the end of January, and I was pinch hitting for him because I was sick. Uh, thankfully, he is not sick. He and Emily and the kids are away uh, this week um, on vacation, and they're uh, taking some good time off. So uh, I'm glad that they're able to do that today. Uh, but my name is Tim McCleary. I'm one of the elders here. And uh, this is the first uh, week of a four-week series uh, called Can, we get a, Can I Get a Witness? And uh, it's about uh, what Jesus has done in our lives uh, and how he's changed our lives. And so you'll hear from each of us as elders. And so you might think that I'm up here going to tell you what has been going on in my life. But actually, I'm going to invite Wayne forward. Uh, Wayne is another one of our elders, um, and, and I get to ask him some questions this morning. Um, but before there were pastors and worship leaders uh, in the New Testament, uh, Christians gathered simply to, to, to bear witness to the resurrection. They, they got together, they talked, they didn't really even have the Bible at that point uh, to, to use, so uh, it was a lot of people uh, sharing what they've come to know about Jesus. Uh, what they've seen, what they've experienced, walking with Jesus. And so uh, they'll talk about the stories and how their life has been changed. So we want to talk about how our lives have been changed, how God has been working uh, through us and in us. Um, And so that's what what Wayne is here to do today. So here's Wayne, and uh, let him introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm Wayne Yarnell, um, and I I think first I want to just take a minute to thank Ross. I think it's it's important that he gets a break. not necessarily that I wanted to be up here in front of you to give him one, but, um, you know, I think it also is important that you get a chance to see and hear from the elders. Um, we do kind of hang out in the background, I think, and this is a great opportunity for us to share a little bit about ourselves. Um, so my wife, and, my wife, Sherry, and I have been attending RC since 2014. And actually, you know, we probably should have talked about getting somebody a little less, like, high energy than Courtney before we came up here. <laughs> Because it's really hard to follow that. Yeah. Uh, it, also, smensels. I tried. Uh, no, hopefully, I, I not did not really okay. sure about smensels. I don't know what yeah. we're going to... No. That's, that's a we tough don't have any to excitement thing. So. Yeah. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Yeah, so I mentioned my wife, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Um, <laughs> so we've been, we've been married for 17 years. Uh, we have two kids. Uh, Lucas, who's eight, he's going to be going into third grade in, uh, like, what, a week and a half? Is that, is that right? Ten, ten days. Uh, and more importantly, Eliza, who's five, uh, is starting kindergarten. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Full day kindergarten. Um, so we've been, we've been living in Levittown for the last 16 years. Um, I grew up not too far away in Ben Salem. Um, Sherry had a little bit different of a childhood. She spent um, her childhood in upstate New York. Um, so... Right now, she has the probably most difficult job in the world, which many of you in this room also have, which is stay-at-home mom. Um, it's a thankless job, but she does it very, very well. Uh, and then I work in project management at Johnson & Johnson in uh, oncology clinical research. So that, that seemed exciting to them. So Yeah, I, I thought that was the most boring part uh, You of can talk idea. to him afterwards, and, and he'll fill we you can, in on all the we details. We can talk about that, sure. So... So how did you find RC? Uh, so I guess maybe a little bit of happenstance, a little bit of divine intervention. Um, but Sherry had met another mom just in our neighborhood at the playground one day. And um, her son attended Little Blessings. 
Uh, and at that point, we had been looking for a preschool for Lucas. So we, uh, we came and we visited Diana uh, and the school, and Lucas kind of jumped right in with both feet. So shortly thereafter, in September of 2014, we enrolled him. Um, and then within that same month, Sherry was able to get plugged into the MOPS group at RC um, and has since kind of been working very much on the leadership side of the MOPS group and has really, I think, um, had a big influence in her life. Um, and then, you know, we decided, well, you know, our son is going to school here. Sherry's here for MOPS. Maybe we'll just, you know, come and visit. We had been attending another church, um, but we felt like, you know, let's, let's just give it a shot. I don't know. They, you know, they have coffee there. That's great. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and we wanted to get more plugged in. I think, um, you know, the church we had been attending was a large church, and we, you know, in some ways, I think, on our own, and in some ways, just by the sheer size, felt like it was difficult to get plugged in. Um, and we were looking for a place to raise our family. You know, th at this point, um, Eliza had just been born. Lucas, again, was just starting preschool, so I'm pretty sure that we've checked that get plugged in box now at this point, uh, you know, four years later. Yeah, definitely. And, and I've seen, you know, a lot of people, you know, it seems that have gotten connected through little blessings and through mops, and so it's, it's always exciting to hear that, that those um, two ministries and two uh, things that we have here in our church have, have been a way that, that uh, brought people in and ultimately gotten them connected um, so, but why didn't you get plugged in at your previous church? You know, I, I think I, I touched on that a little bit, but, you know, for Sherry and I, we both grew up um, in church. Uh, not necessarily our families taking the same path to get there, but we spent a lot of our adolescent years in church, um, especially for me. By the time I was in high school, um, the church that we were attending was also the school I was going to. So on an average week, I was at church six to seven times, um, six to seven days of, the, of that week. And I think what it became for me was we were just, I was just worn out by trying to maintain this image, um, you know, believing that if, if everything looked good on the outside, uh, clearly everything had to be fine on the inside too. Um, and I think to, to a large extent that was reinforced at the church. You know, you, you kind of, you, you straighten your tie, you tuck your Bible under your arm, you put a smile on your face and, um, you know, and everything's good. So... I think what happened for me is it, it's just put up this facade that there was, you know, there was the, the Wayne that was, um, you know, attending church every Sunday, and then kind of in the background there was this, just this other guy who wasn't getting, um, you know, what I thought I would get out of my faith. Um, it became stale. I think we became checkbox Christians in a lot of ways. I'm here, you know, it's Sunday morning, I'm, I'm in my spot. Uh, it's Wednesday night, I'm in my spot, but really not growing in my faith at all. Um, and for Sherry and I, you know, we got married in 2002, and I think that trend just continued. Um, you know, we were burnout, we checked out. I think we, to an extent, preferred a lack of accountability. Um, you know, we could slip in and slip out of church, and we could kind of hide and, and never really um, had people holding us accountable or just felt accountable ourselves. So, you know, as, as I was preparing for today um, and, and talking with Ross too, I, there's a, a passage of scripture in Matthew that I wanted to share. And I think we have a slide for that, Josh, um, that it's kind of a blueprint to follow, you know, when as Christians we are struggling. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, and you, yeah, you have it up on the screen there. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So how does this passage relate to your church experience? I think for Sherry and I, you know, it, it shows that Jesus offers us a new invitation you know, to come as a weary and burdened soul, and we will find rest in him. Um, not come to me, all you who follow the rules and look the part. You know, I think that's exhaust, it's an exhausting life to live, um, and I think it also turns us into judgmental people. Uh, you know, we, we default to finger-pointing instead of lifting a hand. Um, and I think that that's, it's not where we want to be. It also, you know, I think goes and speaks to uh, the hypocrisy that a lot of people refer to when they talk about Christianity or when they talk about the church. Um, you know, in the church that we were attending, that, w- that we grew up in, or at least for me, um, you know, when somebody would have some sort of a major stumble, um, a lot of people would be just blown away. I, you know, I can't believe that he, that happened to him, or he did this, or she did that. You know, and I think to an extent, there was also this. Well, you know, at least we have our house in order, or at least my life is okay. Um, you know, and, and Jesus offers us so much more than that. Yeah. So how did how did this mindset that that you grew up with uh, impact your life? You know, and I think I touched on it. It, it, it essentially caused, us, caused me to have two lives. Um, you know, everything great on the outside, everything looked good, um, you know, and I could easily keep that front up in front of anybody, um, family, friends, pastors. Um, but then what would happen is that there was just this, this struggle for me, um, and it was unnecessary because I was afraid to share some of those more personal things with anybody. Um, afraid to share them with Sherry, afraid to share them with family, um, even with pastors, because I felt like this wasn't supposed to happen to me, or I wasn't supposed to think these things, or I wasn't supposed to have these struggles, because, you know, I'm a Christian, and I grew up in this church. Um, It caused pain and heartache in our marriage. I think we had, you know, years of times where just things didn't go the way they should have. We didn't reach out to anyone, and it, it, um, I think it just caused us to, you know, to struggle when we didn't really need to struggle. Um, we hid the truth. We didn't reach out for help. And um, it's funny because I, you know, Russ, <laughs> when he initially asked us to do this, obviously I was apprehensive. But um, you kind of start, you know, your mind starts racing. Okay, well, these are some of the things that I could think about and I could say. And, um, you know, and God has a way, I think, of kind of, pushing you along in a certain direction and really um, framing what he wants us to, I think, wanted me to share today because um, I think a, a lot of what I'm saying is, it's important and I think it, it's, uh, but it, it, it was real to us this week. Um, we just had some things go on this week that were um, unforeseen, that were really, really challenging, I think threw us for a loop, some difficult situations, certainly things that um, are not all resolved at this point. Um, so a lot of, I felt like what I was going to say was I needed to practice what I was preaching. I needed to reach out to people. I needed to, you know, get some counseling and, and really, um, you know, get, just, just talk with Sherry, pray, get on my knees. I mean, all of those things. And, and that has been so true of this week. Um, and I think that's the biggest difference for us now where, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you know, I, we would have just held this all in. We would have tried to figure this out on our own. 
Um, we wouldn't have, have gone to anyone because we just felt like that wasn't the right thing to do or, or nobody would understand. Um, but we, we were able to have some great conversations with people this week. We spent some time in prayer, um, and I really feel like God, although, again, we don't know what those final outcomes are going to be, um, I think, you know, he's in control of the situation, uh, and we're trusting in him, you know, to, to show us the way. So I'm sure there's others that, that are going through some tough times, some challenges. Uh, what would you say to those that may be struggling? Look, I think, look, you know, the expression, no man is an island, is so true. There's no need for you to struggle alone. Um, you know, there are resources within this church. You know, obviously, you at least know two elders now, so you could you can come to Tim or myself. Um, I, I know Ross and Emily take on a huge burden when it comes to these types of things. I, I, and I know that their, their goal is to try to triage that as much as possible and, you know, and get others involved. But there are so many people in this con- congregation that have gone through some crazy things, some difficult things. Um, so there are resources here that can help. Um, and I think just being able to connect with someone and just have a conversation is so important. Uh, the community aspect to Restoration Church is far and away for Sherry and I the most important thing. Um, the, the small groups, um, you know, softball for me is a huge, uh, is a huge thing. And I, I know some of the guys are here today. It's, it's, re- it's just, you know, we, <laughs> we didn't have the season that we wanted to on the field this year, um, unfortunately, <laughs> especially after having a really good one last year. But the men on that team, the brotherhood that we have, the willingness to share things that guys on a softball team don't talk about. I mean, that to me is, um, yeah, I have to, I have to, I have to hold it. Yeah. That's an emotional thing for me. Cause it's, it's just so important. Um, it's a privilege for me to play alongside those guys and to be able to share those things. And I, and I think that that's that within restoration church is what we have and it's special. Um, and I've already been told by Jim Smolin that if I don't take a minute and mention the men's stakeout, that he's going to stand up and, he, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want him to have to do that. So, so the, the men, you know, as part of softball is obviously kind of weaved into the men's ministry. Oh, nice, Josh, man, you are on it. Thank you. Um, so Friday, August 30th, and Jim, the one thing I don't remember, is this the third annual or fourth? Third, third annual, Okay. So third annual men's stakeout, 6 p.m. here at the church. Lots good, of good food. Good food, good fellowship. We're going to play some games. Um, you know, I don't know. For guy, guys have trouble making friends, I feel like, to an extent, unless there's some sort of a um, way to connect. And this is a perfect way to connect. It's informal. Um, anyway, so that's my shameless plug, Jim. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... In, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, so Carol. Sixth grade and up. Thank you, Carol. Yes. So, to kind of tie it all back and end with this, and, and that, just, that just means that we have at least another 20 minutes of me speaking. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> we might actually get out early today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was not going to be a long-winded ser- uh, sermon this morning, that's for sure. Um, but maybe to bring it back f- full circle to the passage in Matthew, um, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, you know, clearly in that passage, Jesus knew that we were going to struggle. Um, he's offered a reprieve. He's put people in our lives that can direct us back to him. I think that's the most important thing. If there's anything that you hear from me today, I think that's, that's it. Um, if you're struggling, reach out. Uh, like I said, it's, it's been a huge change in Sherry and my life, and it's given us, um, you know, just a, a much stronger faith to be able to do that. Yes, thank you, Wayne. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah. let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> so, so maybe you he- you're here today and you're weary, you're burdened, you're, you're struggling with things. And uh, I think the theme that you'll hear through these next four weeks is uh, um, where that can be met um, and where you can find um, some encouragement is in community. Um, and I think that'll be a theme as, as each of us elders get up and speak is, is the impact that community has. And that's beyond just here Sunday morning. Yes, there can be community here, but I think when you're in those smaller circles, those smaller opportunities where you can really connect with people and get to know people is where it can be really impactful and where um, the experiences of another person can really speak into your life and you can speak into their life from your experiences and from what Jesus has done in each of your lives. So um, I encourage you to come back next week. Um, I believe Kevin McClay is, is speaking. Um, so he'll be in the hot seat. Um, and you'll get to meet another one of our elders. Um, but this time, I don't know if the, uh, the worship team is around because they're probably not used to, to being um, up here this early. But um, we'll, we'll try and invite we them forward. I see some of no. them. Um, but... Uh, let me pray, and uh, maybe I'll pray a little bit longer to hopefully get them here, and uh, then we'll close with a song. So let's pray. Dear Lord, I, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to um, talk about how you've been at work in our lives and uh, how you've used uh, this community and, and uh, other believers around us to uh, have an impact on us. And Lord, we thank you that your uh, yoke is easy, your burden is light. Lord, you call us to community. Uh, We thank you just for uh, the love we can show each other. Lord, that it's not uh, that we have to have our act together, that we have to um, be shocked when when someone has uh, a rough time in their life. Um, We all go through that. And we're here to encourage each other, to lift each other up, to help each other, to speak into each other's life. Lord, we thank you for the community of believers. We thank you for your love that you pour out through us and that you use us to show to others. Lord, be with us as we go from here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.